This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. It might be sunny today, but it's been cold and rainy all week. We've even had flurries. And the next week promises to bring more of the same. And let's be honest here, we often turn to food for comfort. To warm us up, to fill us up, and to take our minds off the fact that it's still cold on April 1st. No joke. So what's the food that you turn to for comfort? Give us a call at 866-915-WBEZ and let us know what you'll be making this weekend or where you'll be going to pick up some comfort food. Again, that number is 866-915-WBEZ. Here with us for our Food Friday series is Abir Najjar. She's a Chicago-based Palestinian-American chef and food writer. Abir, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So let's start off with a definition. What do you think comfort food is? I think comfort food at its core is a meal or a recipe that's tied to a memory. So it can be tied to something we grew up eating, but it can also be tied to something that maybe we had on a trip with friends or a dish we maybe made with somebody. And now we have that memory to carry on about them. Ah, okay. So so do you think that our sense of which foods brings us comfort can change over time? Yeah, definitely. I think for a long time, I thought comfort food equaled like food I wanted to indulge in. So, you know, things like mac and cheese or French fries or ice cream. But I think now comfort food is something that I turn to when I'm feeling a certain type of way or Mm -hmm. I want to remember somebody and that dish is the thing that connects me to them or that memory. Oh, mac and cheese. Uh, I think mac and cheese (laughs) is my kids comfort. I've got two teenage girls and they have had me for the past, I want to say month and a half, going to Trader Joe's on a weekly basis and embarrassingly buying 10 to 12 boxes of this one specific brand of mac and cheese (laughs) and they eat them two at a time. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, it makes sense what you just said. A reminder, we want to hear you join this conversation as well. Tell us your comfort food at 866-915-WBEZ. I've been craving all things unhealthy, Abir, um, over the past, you know, dreary days. I've uh, been having Haagen-Dazs chocolate-covered ice cream bars. That's been my thing. Um, but uh, speaking of what you said a moment ago about being these comfort foods being tied to a memory, I've also been eating a lot of cheesecake, which is something I grew up with my grandmother making all the time, che- uh, cherry cheesecake. So yes. that's not weird, right? That, that combo? No. <laughs> Not at all. That's, I mean, one, it sounds delicious. And um, yeah, I think that, you know, I I have a lot of uh, recipes or comfort foods that I've learned from my mother that connect me to my grandparents. So Mm. I totally hear that and feel that. Um, you know, my, my grandparents uh, were, you know, uh, both Palestinian uh, refugees living in a camp in the West Bank, and they relied on a lot of simple meals from vegetables and legumes and things like that. So simple salads, lentil soup, um, rice-based dishes, a lot of those remind me uh, of them, and I didn't get to know them a lot growing up, so I really uh, connect to them through those recipes and through those meals. Let's hear from a caller who's standing by to join in the conversation. Here's Virginia. Hi, welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha Ann. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What is your comfort food? It just resonated so much with you, me when you said comfort food. And uh, my comfort food, unlike yours, is a little healthier. 
mushroom barley soup. Mm. My sister says I make the best, best mushroom barley soup she's ever had. And it's so, so, so easy. Mushrooms, barley, the holy triumvirate from New Orleans of uh, vegetables, and whatever kinds of um, spices or herbs you like, mm. throw it in a pot with some either veg- vegetable or chicken stock, depending on whether you're vegetarian. Yes. And as soon as the barley's done, yum, yum. That oh, sounds delicious. God. And you can have it be soupy if you like soup or like I do it. I put a lot of barley in and it's actually stew and it's so good. Oh, I'm making a pot of soup tonight. Thank you, Virginia. <laughs> and speaking of soup, I want you to hear this. Our, our team, uh, on our team here at Reset, it, it turns out that we find comforting really runs the gamut here. Let's listen. Bagels or or bread products that are homemade, like a croissant. Amazing. All of that is amazing. My go-to comfort food is definitely banana pudding. My favorite go-to comfort foods, um, these are the only things that I want when it's like gloomy, rainy, a little chilly. These are the only things in the world that I want. One is boxed mac and cheese. The other is a Palestinian dish called shish barak. It is something my mom makes um, and it is fantastic. It's like a dumpling soup. Um, The dumplings are filled with like spicy minced lamb or ground beef made in a garlicky yogurt uh, soup and it is sublime and it will change your life. Sasha may not know this but one of my favorite comfort foods is a Jamaican oxtail stew. I like to make a recipe that calls for onions, garlic, oxtails, butter beans and the most essential ingredient scotch bonnet pepper. Actually I'm, I'm going back to bagels. Good days, bad days. It's always better with a bagel. <laughs> okay, I did not know. Uh, first of all, that's my first time hearing that. <laughs> so I am just as surprised listening to it as as uh, as you are to to find that range. That was Reset Engineer Ethan Schwab, intern Isabel Earl, senior producer Meha Ahmed, and executive producer Dan Tucker. What do you think of their picks? I was nodding my head the entire time. Me too, so me too. I'm totally with all of those and um, definitely have had shush barak and I just felt so good just hearing the description of it because mm-hmm. it's just such a comforting food. And um, I think to add to that conversation or that question, like if it was one thing for me, it's rice, um, Ooh, like too. a fresh pot of warm rice um, that my mom just makes the best rice. I still can't master it how she does, but when it's really just hot and steaming out of the pot with a little sprinkle of like coarse salt and a little sugar. It's just the thing that brings me so much comfort. Mm -hmm. So good. I I love rice too. I'm a a big, big rice lover. Uh, Again, we want you to join the conversation. Our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Abir, I want to go back to our caller, Virginia. She brought up soup, right? You know, that's such an immediate go-to when it's cold and, and there's so many different kinds and you heard some shout outs as well from our team. Talk to us about the kind of soups that you like to make. 
Oh, I love soup. I love barley soup. I'm so glad she mentioned that. Growing up, we had a neighbor who used to um, make us barley soup all the time. And um, now with uh, Ramadan actually coming up uh, within the next couple of days, I'm thinking of all the soup recipes that I know my mom is going to make. She becomes like the soup queen in Ramadan because um, it's something people, uh, I think, really enjoy breaking their fast on. So the go-to for us is lentil soup always mm. or shorabatadas and it's so simple I, my recipe is five ingredients it's ready in under 30 minutes it's vegan it's just the go-to recipe it's cheap so um, lentil soups but I love you know classic chicken noodle I love beef stew um, I just think it's something about a warming um, you know recipe like soup that it just makes that kind of universal comfort amongst most people in different cultures or different places of the world, you're going to find kind of this common yeah. uh, association with soup being comforting. Well, speaking of Ramadan, you know, it starts tonight. Is there anything special that you're making for the first night? And then any comfort foods that you like to prepare to break the fast? Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be uh, stocking up on red lentils for, for lentil soup. Nice. Um, we often break our fast on dates, so uh, getting really good quality dates is important in our house. Um, but uh, I also look forward to the you know bigger family dishes that um, everybody can get around and help making uh, because everybody will be fasting. So everyone could help out in the kitchen to prepare bigger dishes like warak dawali, which is stuffed grape leaves, mm -hmm. or makluba, which is a Palestinian rice-based dish with chicken and cauliflower and eggplant layered with rice. And then after it's all done, you flip it over onto a platter to present it. And it's, again, rice-based dishes are just what I... Uh, you know, gravitate towards and mm -hmm. really look forward to in Ramadan. Yeah, so yummy. Let's uh, jump to the phones again. Here's Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to Reset. Stephanie, you there? Maybe we'll get her back. Um, we just talked about soup, um, Abir, but beyond soup, what are some other savory foods that can really get us through until spring actually arrives? Ooh, um, I think after rice, pasta is always my <laughs> uh, comfort food. I think we're seeing a, a common theme of carbs. Yeah, uh, yeah, we stock up on pot. Sometimes I feel guilty when I'm when I'm grabbing it, you know, and putting it in my cart at the grocery store. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I look like the yeah. crazy lady, <laughs> just kind of overstocking. No, I think it's just a pantry staple for everybody. It's something simple. I think a lot of people learn to cook pasta when they start to cook, if they're in college and things like that. That's, I think, why the mac and cheese theme is probably mm -hmm. popular amongst teenagers. They could make it themselves. My niece uh, is 17, and I think she makes mac and cheese with tuna, like, almost every day for lunch. So uh, I think it's this common theme, but I love pasta-based dishes and I love especially pasta bakes. So some kind of pasta that you put into a casserole dish and top with something and, and bake in the oven. Um, I think just that adds like uh, different layers and textures and it just, again, makes it something comforting. And it's that dish you kind of go back to eat some leftover bites and save a little for the next day. Yeah. So lasagna, pasta bakes, anything like that yum, always yum, uh, yum. bring me comfort. All right. Well, we lost Stephanie, but we've got a few more callers here to get to. Here's Al. Hi, Al. Welcome to Reset. Hey, guys. Um, when you talk about comfort food, I really think to an oxtail soup that my mother makes, which she's been making since we were kids, and I think the reason it's so comforting to me is because it takes so long to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it 
fills the entire house up with the smell of um, my mom's been putting like uh, onions, carrots, and celery in it, and it's like, it's a mere flaw, right? Yes. But when I asked her about it, she's like, "No, it's just the way you do it, right? It's what makes it taste good." So I understand <laughs> it, but she just makes it. And when I try to do it on my own, like I'm living on my own, and if I want to comfort myself, I try to make it. it never comes out the way that my mom makes it never nearly as good why is that it, it just never works out the way that they do it I, I don't know what it is and she won't share the secret i'll ask her she'll, oh, no, <laughs> you're not a very good cook <laughs> man and, uh, when there's some soup left we put some noodles in it so we get our carbs in too and it's just nice yeah well i love a good oxtail mention as a jamaican myself so so thanks for for bringing that up al appreciate your call yeah, no worries. here's don Hi, Don. Welcome to Reset. Hello. Hi. Hello. What are you eating these days? Sometimes I like to forego dinner for a big bowl of buttery popcorn. Oh, which I, yes. Which I share. Which I share with my dog. <laughs> really? Yes. Just like you're at the movies. <laughs> yes. Yes, we cue something up and we get on the bed and we share a big bowl of buttered popcorn. Amazing. And, and someone tells me you like meatballs, too? Oh, my gosh. Any kind of meatball. I make these curry meatballs that are to die for. <laughs> nice. Thanks for calling, Don. Enjoy. Uh, so, Abir, what do you think of those choices? Oxtail soup, popcorn, meatballs. It really is running the gamut at this point. No, I, I feel all of those. Um, recently, for one of my dad's birthdays, I made him oxtails, and I had to hunt down finding halal oxtails but I was able to find them and I think for him again like it is the comforting dish but it's something my mom used to make a lot more when mm-hmm. they first came to America and I think uh he just he just loves that like stewed meat uh something that's been cooking for so long and when you're smelling it cooking it's just building your appetite um but I also totally feel the popcorn thing I I, I love know, right? popcorn too my brother is a total connoisseur of popcorn, makes great popcorn. I can't make it like he does. Um, <laughs> He's but, a connoisseur but is, of popcorn? <laughs> what yeah, a title. <laughs> I, I tell him all the time that he needs to start his own popcorn you know, business or he needs to consult popcorn businesses because he really knows his game. But uh, I know that would be his go-to for uh, comfort food. Let's squeeze in one last caller. Here is Huda mm-hmm. in Willowbrook. Hi, Huda. Hello. Hi, Abir. How are you doing? Uh, I'm from uh, Willowbrook. You know, my comfort food is a spicy salad. Uh, just some onions with tomatoes and hot peppers, olive mm. oil. And sometimes I add some mint. And uh, as soon as I eat this, I feel so good. Mm. I'm mom. So this is my comfort food. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. So that's a Palestinian salad. It sounds amazing. Thank you for calling, Huda. We've been speaking with Chicago chef and food writer Abir Najjar. You can follow her on Twitter at Abir Najjar underscore. That is at A-B-E-E-R-N-A-J-J-A-R underscore. Thank you for talking with us, Abir. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.